Hey guys, you're here with. Hey guys, you're here with Dr. Molly and Todd Rowland, and we're bringing you the podcast, the business side of the pet industries. Today we're here with uh, Dennis, CEO of Wagon Tails Mobile Pet Conversion. So thank you for being with us today, Dennis. Thank you guys. So you are the CEO of the Wagon Tails Mobile Conversions, and what you guys do are the mobile vans and trailers for the mobile dog groomers. They're all all set up, ready to go, all inclusive. Um, they've got the dryers, the tubs, the floors, which are phenomenal. The floors <laughs> in the wagon tails vans, like we haven't yet to find any floor that even halfway compares to that. Um, so let's go ahead and just give us a little bit of a background on wagon tails. Anything you want to share, kind of talk about the small business organization side of that. Yeah, so so Wagon Tails uh, really has a long history of not just manufacturing the vehicles. We we really started that in 1996, but uh, we actually operated a fleet of 20 vans in Lansing, Michigan, where I'm originally from, and we built our own vans, the DIYs as they're called, um, in our garage back in uh, you know the early 80s. Um, we had uh, Brown wood paneling, coke barrel drums for water tanks, a Home Depot bathtub in the back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know they were they were pretty. We had a doozy table that you know was was pretty. You know, just a, a foot pedal hydraulic table, um, and we plugged in the vans to our customers' houses. You know, we didn't have air conditioning in Michigan, right? Um, which, you know, was kind of a hindrance at times in the summer, obviously. But, uh, you know, we've come a long ways and, and uh, you know, we improve our product every year. Um, but what we, how we got started in mobile was with our family business is we had a, a kennel, two grooming salons. And then my, my mom, who's the entrepreneur and the, the idea person in our family, uh, really, really got the idea rolling because she visited Phoenix, Arizona, and she saw a couple mobile grooming vans driving around when she was visiting my grandparents. And then she said, Hey, you know, let's do this in our area because it's great because instead of having a brick and mortar and the overhead that comes with it, you could cover a much larger area without the added expense and overhead of a brick and mortar. And so she added two mobiles initially. And then after about uh, a couple years of operation, uh, her CPA said, look, you need to add more of these mobiles because they're a lot more profitable than your storefronts. And, uh, you know, even though she, in the storefront, they were grooming, you know, each groomer was probably grooming 10 pets per day. And in the mobile, they were only grooming six. Uh, they were charging a premium for the at-home service right? where it was more profitable because they had a lot less overhead, didn't have the property taxes, you know, the triple net lease and all those things that came with the brick and so um, that's where we got to the point where we had 20. Now, when we got up to 20, we needed a really good qualified pet stylist to put in the vans. So that's when we opened the Michigan School of Canine Cosmetology to, to train the folks to, to operate the vans and, and really help, you know, the grooming industry in general with uh, having a great educational system, really the only one in the state of Michigan at the time. That's also. 
That's why yeah, I had no idea that you guys had actually started as like an independent company and then just grew yeah. to such a large scale and then had the background of I'm sure you learned a lot as you went about what worked and didn't work. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We, you know, in 1996 is really when, um, you know, my family said, hey, we can take this concept that we've, you know, really, we felt we we perfected. We had a long ways to go, but um, and take this publicly to, you know, to the trade shows. And then we started in attending shows like Intergroom, the Atlanta Pet Fair, uh, Groom Expo, and all of those shows to, to share the concept. And it, and it really took off from there. Um, and, uh, you know, in 2005, we, we created our first uh, a large production facility and um, it grew out of the, the one that we're in. We had an 8,000 square foot building and then we, we went to a 24,000 square foot building. And because the demand was increasing for the mobile services and a lot of uh, the pet stylists in our industry were catching on to, you know, the convenience that it offers pet owners and, and the benefits of it. And, and that's really how it's, it's kind of exploded. And we are, you know, we started as a family business and, um, you know, a lot of times when you have uh, parents that start a business and then the son takes over. It's not always as successful as you you want it to be, but I like to think I've had their support through the years and everything too, which is has been really helpful uh, to to me and and uh, you know growing the business and and helping a lot of people. And the way we look at our business model is, you know, we sell to independent groomers and and you know we manufacture the vehicle. We try to help with the business side of things too, from our years of experience with marketing and uh, scheduling, routing, pricing, all those things to give them a good foundation to build on. And the thing that's most gratifying to us is that when we talk to somebody at a trade show the year after they just got their van and they started their business and their whole demeanor and personality has changed, you know, and they're very successful and happy, um, which really makes us feel good to see, you know, someone change their lives, you know, whether they worked in an independent or they worked at a big box store for um, several years and then they went out on their own, they took the risk and they started their own business and got their van. And now they're, they're, you know, doing extremely well. We're very pleased to see that. So. One thing that is always amazed me about your products is how they hold their value. I mean, you'll see 2007 models, 2005, 2006. I mean, probably going for what they paid for them back then. Now, I know we've had inflation and things like that, but they really um, hold their value. Yeah. And and really that, that has to do with a, a number of variables. One is that, you know, it's a specialty conversion. Right. Um, if you were to buy a a Ford uh, F-150 after five years, it's probably going to be worth maybe 20% of what you paid for it originally, whereas a, a grooming van um, is going to be worth close to 50%. And then there's that point where they just really hold their value because they're very specialized, you know, like you mentioned, the 2007, you know, holding its value very well. Um, yes, go ahead, Tom. That too. And I think because you are selling them to, you know, a lot of independent one person, 
people um, that they take very good care of them because it is the lifeline of their income for their family. And so that we see when we've bought, we've uh, we've bought one from your facility that was used and we've bought two from individuals that were used. And I mean, they're just, they're in great shape because, you know, it's people's livelihood and they, they took care of them. Yeah. And, and, you know, we, we try to support um, not just folks who have purchased vans from, but if you have a wagon tails van, you know, and, and you give us a call and, and you provide the VIN number and you register with us, you know, we're going to treat you just like you bought it from us because, you know, that that's just the, our philosophy through the years, you know, in supporting wagon tails customers and, and, and helping in any way we can. So. Yeah. And one thing we really like too, are that you guys actually stock and provide a lot of the parts and accessories and things. So when we do need things like a water pump that already has the correct hookups or um, an overhead ceiling fan or anything like that, the, the lighting led lighting strip goes out, you know, it's as simple as logging on. And in two days, you guys have it, you know, we're shipped out the next day and we have it in two days. Um, as long as it's something which is in stock, which even if it's something you guys are out of stock on, we've noticed you get it in really quickly and it's never out of stock for long. So that's been really helpful too, because we do have several different models, several different years, and it doesn't matter, you know, if a, a water pump fits in all of the ones we have, the knobs fit on all of them. So that's been really helpful, not trying to go around and pick and choose pieces that might fit into these vans. And, and we have, um, you know, we've had some of our longtime employees that have retired there, you know, at that age, especially with COVID, it seemed like that was, uh, uh, you know, the retirement years. For yeah. a lot of <laughs> you either um, got into grooming or you got out of grooming during COVID. Right. <laughs> exactly. And, and for our employees as well, like our, you know, some of our, our folks they, that were older, they did retire just because the, of the stresses that came along with COVID and uh, all of that. But, you know, right now we have uh, three really qualified customer care folks and uh, we've got a great manager in place. So we're very pleased with the progress we've made there to support because really, you know, it's all about supporting our, our customer base and getting them the right parts that they need or answering their questions. And that's one of the things that Wagon Tales has always been known for is customer service. And we want to continue that and, and really improve on it every year. So one thing that we really appreciated is when we come to pick up one of the vans from your facility is that, of course, we didn't bring the employee with us, but the videos that you guys emailed to us that basically took a day of training off of our time that we sent to them and they watched all the videos and they become probably more familiar with that van than we did a lot quicker because they actually started using that one right away. And, but the, the training that comes along with the yeah, that we thought was very helpful. And an additional reference, you know, it, it may be something they don't use every day, but then when it comes up, it's like they there's a video for it so they can watch it. And a lot of that's also available online. You know, there's been things that we've forgotten or haven't had to use and other groomers or you all have shared that um, either on Facebook or YouTube. And it's real easy to find a video or how to on that. Yeah, and one thing that we just added uh, about six months ago is the Wagon Tails app. Okay. And, and the Wagon Tails app is a great uh, central location for all of those orientation uh, product use videos. Um, and if you, if you go to our website or talk to our customer service folks and just provide your email 
we can, you know, to verify that you're a Wagon Tails customer, we would get you registered. Um, and then you'd be able to download that app. Or if you have employees who want, would like it as well when they're out in the field, uh, they'd be able to download that as well. We would just need their email address to, to register them for that. Well, that's so. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't know about that. So that's a great thing to have, um, yeah. especially for some of ours. You know, most of our vans are kind of set up the same, but we have a few that have a few little differences. So one that maybe not so familiar with one aspect can, you know, pull up that information, which would be helpful. Yeah. Absolutely. And so nowadays, talk- everybody wants a video opposed to a manual, right? Yeah. I don't want to take time <laughs> to flip through a manual. I want a video on what what I need. I think that... Yeah, I think that's when I realized I was getting some age on me is because I was looking to do something and I had to rewind the video over and over again. It just wasn't wagon tails related. But yeah. I'm like, if I could just read it, I would get it in one time. But like I was. <laughs> yeah, you have to pause, do a few things, rewind, pause, do a few things. Um, one thing, too, we really like, as you guys mentioned, that whole, you know, you try to set a business owner that comes to you guys up for success. So you do have that business background. You do help with the marketing. You do help with the software. You do show about the routing optimization and things like that. So you have the tools to kind of go ahead and give that little bit of business background to someone who doesn't previously have that. So that's a really good feature because sometimes, you know, they don't, as a new business owner, you don't necessarily think about those things. Yeah. And I think the coaching that we provide and, and you know, our sales team, we, we really try to train them as well, because I think, you know, when someone's starting their business, I think the two biggest mistakes that they make is not pricing correctly and then trying to cover too large of an area when they're they're routing. And, and it, you know, there's there's a certain amount of fear that comes with starting a business. Hey, am I going to have the clients? You know, if, if someone calls about my service, are they going to be upset because I'm more expensive than, you know, a brick and mortar? So how how to sell that and communicate the, you know, the advantages of your service? And, you know, we, we really try to emphasize that with, uh, you know, with our business marketing success guide that we provide to everyone who, who purchases a vehicle too, so. That's one one reason we started this podcast is because we're trying to get the positive information out there. Like we just had someone that's opened up mobile uh, probably about 45 minutes outside of our service area and they advertised their pricing and we're like, they're not even making as much as our employees are making. I mean, they're not even charging up to, and it's just like, they're not setting themselves up for success. And that, that, you know, what you offer somebody if they buy a van from you guys is awesome it would definitely would have helped this person yeah Yeah, uh, you know yeah we've learned along the way too because I mean I'll say it when I started that was nine years ago and I had left a corporate store so I there was only I was the third one in our whole area and so basically all I did was I just tacked on ten dollars to whatever the corporate price was and that's what I charged people I worked seven days a week I would take any appointment anywhere you know ping pong and across town just because like you said, when you're a new business owner, you have that stress and you have that anxiety, but you know, along the way you've learned that you do have a premium luxury service and, you know, you have to think about things about where you're going to be, how you look to customers, stuff like that to where now that in hindsight, you can offer that information, but that's why we just think it's so great that anyone that gets a van from you guys has that right up front and kind of stuff like I said, I, I know they wouldn't have thought about it, or even if they've thought about it, they wouldn't know 
what to do because I've been there. And, and one of the things that we did recently too is we we surveyed all of our customers on pricing. You know, because of the inflation that's happened recently, um, you know, they they really, you know, there's a lot of folks who aren't as old as I am where they experienced inflation in the 80s and all that. Right. So this is new to them and they're like, okay, what's going on? Everything is more expensive. My insurance my, you know, my bills, my fuel, everything is more expensive. What do I do? You know? And so we did that survey to share. And I think we had about 500 folks that participated in it. And then we shared it with everyone to say, look, this is, you know, the average charge for a Yorkie, uh, according to our survey, this is the average charge for a Shih Tzu. This is a large golden duke. What, what mobiles are charging and we did it by region too, so you could see the breakdown. And and then hopefully folks see that and they go, well, maybe I need to get more towards average. Maybe I haven't been as um, you know aggressive as I should have with the costs and my overhead going up during this you know challenging time. So yeah, I thought that was a great survey. It provided a lot of useful information. Just to, like you said, just to kind of compare, see where you're at, a, a good baseline to okay, at the minimum, you need to kind of be around this because that's what your area is going for. Because, yeah, like Todd mentioned with that new one that opened, the prices for that one were cheaper than what I started with nine years ago, mobile in our area. And like I said, I was underpriced then. So it was just a good opportunity to reach out and kind of let them know and say, you know, hey, we're open to talking about pricing. There's a way to figure it out. Um, cause with groomer burnout, I mean, that's a number one thing is underpricing and having to overwork. And I mean, if you can mitigate some of that by having correct pricing, not work so much set lower hours, I mean, you're going to, that right there is going to affect your, your burnout rate. Yeah. There, there's so many times when I've talked to customers through the years and I'm just working, you know, six days a week, I'm grooming 10 or whatever. And I, I said, where's your pricing? You know, that's maybe something you need to look at because, you know, it, it, that burnout is, is a real thing, even in mobile, but it can be avoided. There's no question, you know. And it also and then, leads to people not, you know, a lot of people we realize is that their pricing, you know, they'll price just to, just to be able to live. And they're not planning for that you know, generator that goes out five years later to have money to save for replacing that and things like that. And so we just, you know, your, your model that you give to people is very great. So um, what's, what's coming out next or, or has came out just recently? Yeah. So we, we have um, come out with a, a new system that really replaces uh, the generator called the clean power system. And the elements of the system are uh, the primary power source are lithium batteries. And uh, then we have solar panels on top to charge the batteries. And then while you're driving in between clients, there's actually an alternator that's charging the, the lithium batteries as well. And the maintenance on this clean power system is basically when you when you get home at night, after a long day, you plug in and that charges the batteries overnight. And then they're hundred percent for the next day. Um, this system really is, is a, is a great system for a number of reasons. It's very easy. There's not the, the maintenance, there's no oil changes, no tune-ups, uh, no scheduling service appointments, um, none of that. And it really simplifies, 
the the operation of the band. So, yeah, yesterday was one of the hottest days of the year here, and I had to go and change six of our vans all yesterday. And I, that would be nice to eliminate that, but yeah. uh, we'll have to do that over time. We can't switch out all six, obviously, at one time, but it is definitely something we're looking at. What is the life expectancy for those clean power batteries? Good question. So 10 to 13 years, it's basically 3,500 cycles. Okay. Which, according to our uh, math with our average customer usage, is 10 to 13 years. So much longer than a, a gas generator, uh, certainly. Oh, yes, definitely. And it, uh, I realize it's a you know an investment cost, but I was uh, looking on your website, and it looks like you're recouping a lot of that cost within the first year on gas and uh, maintenance. I know our owning local owning place they charge about 500 for the 500 hour service which right. you know we do anywhere between four and five of those a year per van and so just that saving alone not including the gas or regular oil changes uh is significant well and, and it's really you know you, you consider that the average generator burns about a half a gallon of fuel per hour whether it be diesel or gas okay and you take that into account and you're working eight hours a day that's that's a lot of money uh, when you, you know, consider a, a year's uh, worth of usage working eight hours a day or, you know, if you're running the generator seven hours. And then uh, when you consider the, the, the maintenance for the tune-up, the oil changes, and then the time it takes to do that, right? A lot of our customers with fleets, they'll schedule a down day just for maintenance. Yeah. Um, and you do once you know, a quarter because you have to schedule it out and then i obviously have to be off those places only work monday through friday which is what most of our groomers work so yeah i right. mean there's a lot of expenses yeah and, and you know we attend all the trade shows we talk to our customers we listen and with the supply chain shortages uh that you know onan wasn't immune to that uh cummins the our our uh, supplier for the generators or any you know supplier for that matter mm -hmm. And that was a that was a pain point for our customers, and there were a lot of frustrations, and and that's really was the primary motivation for us to create this clean power system where it simplified things, and you didn't really have to worry about um, you know other suppliers and supply chains. So, and and we you know we we've been right now I think we have over eighty of, of the units out there, and the the feedback has been very positive. With the clean power system, and I, I expect it to really continue to take, uh, take over our sales over the next five years. And I think a lot of we've already seen a lot of our fleets converting over to it. Um, that was another question I was going to ask. I thought I had seen that that if you have one of the generator models, you can convert it over. Is and that's still a possibility? Well, no, they're basically trading in to convert over. Oh, to, okay, gotcha. yeah. And, and, you know, that's been a question that a lot of folks have asked. Hey, can, you, can I bring the van to you? Can you, you know, take out the generator, put in the clean power system? Unfortunately, to do that, it's just not cost effective because we would have to remove a lot of walls and wiring and right. basically re rebuild the whole unit, yeah. which doesn't make a lot of sense, you know, to do that as far as the expense uh, with the labor and the, you know, the parts to, to convert it over. So, what we're seeing is a lot of our customers trading in and then upgrading to the clean power system. And right now with our trade-ins, they're, you know, used vehicles are worth more than ever. Right. So they have a lot of positive equity that they're applying towards the new band. Um, 
So it's it's been a big help to us. One question I had, because we have never um, had to finance one of the vans, but if someone's financing, do they have to make payments on it while it's being built or? Okay. Good question. The way we set things up is we have the vehicle here in stock. And when we, when we get the van and we assign it to the, to our customer, then the payments don't start until after you take delivery of the vehicle or the vehicle. Well, that would be helpful for a new person in business. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We try to extend it out as far as we can to give them as much time as possible before that first payments do. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. I know we've heard with um, other people who have financed through different places or different things that that hasn't been the case when they place the order, um, whether they're, you know, buying it outright or um, making the payments, they start when they place the order. So, you know, they're kind of have that panic too, that especially with all the shortages and things that have happened that they're paying on this vehicle, they don't even have yet. and They don't have their business going yet. Exactly. And that typically happens where you have to buy the vehicle from a, a dealer and bring it to the conversion company where you're making payments. But with us, because of our, our partnerships that we've had for decades with our local dealers, you know, we've got it set up where we have the inventory and we can we can delay that first payment, which yeah. uh, is, is a nice benefit to our customers. Is the uh, battery, uh, the new cleanset, is it affected by uh, any different climates? Yes. Good question, Todd. So the one thing with lithium is if it if the battery gets below freezing, it will not function. Okay. So that's kind of the Achilles heel of lithium. However, in all of our vehicles, we do have furnaces and we also have an electric heater that comes standard with the clean power system. So when you park it at night and you plug it in, the electric heater with the thermostat is set to keep the batteries warm. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So we, we thought of all that. Um, and we've always, always had furnaces in our vehicles. Right. Um, but adding the electric heater that's specific for the clean power system just ensures that it'll function properly, even in the, the colder climates. Okay. One good thing about uh, your van is that, you know, if you're in a winter storm and your power is out at your house, keep your, your thing full. You've got your propane heater going. You've got your electricity Hot going. Water. <laughs> yeah, we've, had, exactly. we've had an employee that, um, you know, a storm hit by their house and they were out of power for two days. But, hey, you've got your generator, you know, yeah, not sure. ideal, yeah. but you've got power. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I've heard uh, some of our customers uh, during the hurricanes and everything, they're they're very popular in the neighborhood, right? With the, oh, the yeah. generator. Uh -huh. and, uh, so, good question. <laughs> so, um, I guess, where, where are you guys going to be next? I know you go to all the big shows, but where can people expect to find you guys? And will you have one of these clean start vans there as well? Yeah, we're going to actually be at the, the Groom Expo in Hershey, Pennsylvania here coming up in, in the first part of September. And we're going to have our new Quantum Groom van on okay. display at the show. And that is exclusively uh, with the clean power system. And so we'll have that on display in addition to uh, our Supreme Groom, which is a, a generator operated vehicle. So, you know, and that's the great thing with Wagon Tails. We can offer the generator if you prefer that, or the clean power. So you have the option to choose. And this quantum groom van that we're de debuting really at the Groom Expo show is um, 
is a great new addition. It's more compact version of the Sprinter. Okay. Uh, it's built on the 2500 Sprinter uh, platform. And uh, because it's a smaller platform, we don't have to, we, we really can't put a diesel generator because that weighs 500 pounds. So, but we can put the lithium batteries with the clean power system. Um, so that gave us another opportunity to, to build on a smaller platform, which uh, a lot of people want. Yeah, yeah, we're excited to see that. We'll be in Hershey as well. And uh, we're excited to see that one in person. Perfect. Yeah, and, and in, in addition to that, one of the things that we're doing um, is we are going to have a, a contest in October. October is Adopt a, a Shelter Dog Month. And one of the things that we did in 2010 after the recession is a lot of the shelters were overwhelmed with, with pets. Um, and that's kind of occurring right now because there were a lot of COVID dogs yeah. and then people for financial reasons, uh, or they just didn't, weren't prepared to take care of a pet. We're seeing that. And so in October, we're, we're having a contest to see how many of our customers can, can groom the most shelter dogs for charity. Oh, and, wow. uh, and, and so that's something that we're really excited about. Yeah, that's that awesome. is exciting. Yeah. We'll have to make sure to push and rem- remind groomers of that yeah awesome. yeah uh before we end it what's one um word of advice you would give to somebody who's teeter-tottering between building their own you know mm-hmm. diy versus going ahead and and purchasing the van from you well I, I think that you know we started in business doing our diy right so there's there's nothing wrong with that that's how we got started but i can tell you that when from, from the early 80s when we built our own till now, we've made a lot of improvements. And I think I think you can build your own, but you're gonna have a lot of the, the growing pains that we experienced you know, for a yeah. long time and um, a lot of the challenges. And I think with, with mobile you know, business disruptions and downtime, I think you know, are a big problem because when you have to reschedule appointments, and your consistency isn't there. I think what Wagon Tails can offer is that consistency and that support that you really wouldn't have if you did build your own. So, um, you know, we have an online parts store, we have three customer care people, and we have a, a model that's really been tried and true. Right now we have over 5,000 units in operation. So um, that that makes a big difference. And uh, the the equipment that we have tried and, you know, through the years, um, you know, it makes it, it's tried and true. So that, that would be what I'm emphasize. One thing that I um, find helpful with your vans is especially for people who are, um, you know, moving out of a corporate salon or something and get into business for themselves is that they may not have, they may be excellent as a dog groomer. They may lack a little bit on the business side, but you, you know, you, you can help them get started in that, but they, the mechanics of the grooming area when they have a uncle or cousin help them uncle joe whoever helped them you know they're not available to help fix that stuff that goes wrong and they may not even have that i mean the stuff that you're putting in the vans you have supplies like you know molly said you can order online you have that backup and what we find is a lot of things we can fix on our own that we don't have to besides maybe the generator on your van there's really nothing that me and molly that has has went wrong that we couldn't fix ourselves 
because you either, if we don't know how to, you have a video or there's such, you know, like you said, there's so many people that have them in the Facebook groups and stuff. If you ask a question, people are like, oh, that screws over there. That's all you got to do. And, and that, that, like you said, eliminates the downtime, which for a person starting a new business, uh, you don't need downtime. <laughs> yeah, or, that's, yeah, That's the biggest killer. I mean, you know, rescheduling appointments and there's a lot of redundancies that we put in our vans. Uh, for example, with the, you know, the LP water heater, you, you have an electric water heater if, if you run out of LP. Um, you know, you have a lot of things that you can adjust. You have the ability to plug into shore power if you needed to. So um, we try to put those redundancies in to eliminate downtime because we operate in the business. We know what you're going through. My wife is a mobile groomer here in the area. <laughs> She's out right now working. So um, if something, you know, doesn't work as it should, I hear about it. So, and, and she's kind of, she's our grooming expert as well. So when we were testing the clean power system, she operated it for a year and a half before we brought it out to market, you know, to test things. So, um, you know, and, and uh, I can't get away from it. She's going to tell me about it when I come, right. when yeah. I go. I think that's what, beta test, yeah, right? I think that's what makes you your company stand out from some of the other companies is, you know, you actually you have, like you said, a spouse out there doing it in one of your vans right now. And like you're going to hear about it and she's going to make you change it. Yeah. But so I think that's just one thing that makes you guys stand out. We we love our vans that we have of yours. Um, and we we look forward to talking to you again if we have the opportunity. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Molly. Thanks.